Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. I know it's been two weeks, we were not around, but we've been quite busy with a lot of new updates for Authority Hacker coming really soon, so you guys should hear about that. But today, we are back, and it's not just Mark with me, there's also Tim Solo from Ahrefs here. So how are you doing, guys? Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> this is the problem with having three people podcast, is everyone talks at the same time. <laughs> anyway, before we get started, if you want to find the show notes for this podcast, you can find them on authorityhacker.com slash ubersuggest dash upgrade. And as the URL says, we're going to talk about kind of like the huge announcement that uh, Neil Patel made this week about essentially trying to take over the world of SEO with his tool that he bought maybe six months ago or eight months ago, ubersuggest, and essentially trying to do what every other SEO tool does and giving it away for free. And we thought it would be interesting to have you here, Tim, because, well, you're working with href and you're basically the face of the tool so i think it's going to be cool to talk about this with you talk about the feasibility maybe what he really means and also what that really means for the industry for people for people who also have clients as well i was thinking about that a lot and that could change things a lot but let's give it some context first i'm going to give it some context essentially neil patel uh, from neilpatel.com which is a really well-known seo you probably know him if you listen to this podcast says that he wants to give away all the paid information that you get through Ahrefs, SEMrush, Keyword Finder, Bussumo, all these tools for free on his site and use it as a marketing channel to sell his ad agency. He has shared some mockups on his blogs. He has announced that the first releases will come in July. And his rationale behind that, that was that he acquired a very simple tool that was used by a lot of SEOs before called Ubersuggest and uh, generated a lot of traffic to his site. And as he added more functions, it seemed like the tool got more popular and got him more traffic. And so he was like, well, I'm spending so much money on blogging, but it seems like people want tools. So I'm just going to swap away, spend less money in blogging, spend more money in the tools, give it all away and use this as a traffic source to monetize my agency. Another argument he gave as well is, well, I rank for pretty much everything already. So that's kind of like the only way I can get more people to my side, which I do agree. He ranks for a lot of stuff. And that's basically the context, the five minutes context, not even five. And I wanted to know what you guys think, actually. So I think we'll let Tim start because he's probably the most aware of the SEO tools industry in here. So we'll let the expert talk. What do you think? Thanks for having me on this podcast. I think this is an interesting topic and this is my second podcast with you guys. You should seriously consider having me as your permanent podcast co- we're, we're working on it actually <laughs> like we're working on like getting a few people come regularly so we're talking with matt Digity and so on so it's definitely something we need to have to we need to talk about after this podcast actually awesome so in terms of neil patel i don't really even know where to start with all this this is a pretty bold statement and i think anyone who is familiar who is like well familiar with tools like hrefs majestic moses mrush they know what kind of development, what kind of smart people it takes to create such a tool. It is clear to everyone that uh, Neil Patel won't be able to offer full functionality of these tools. It is like super clear. If anyone is doubting that, I will just give one simple example. He doesn't have history. So a lot of people love HREFs because you can actually see the uh, graph of referring domains over time. 
So you can see how uh, a certain website was acquiring backlinks for the past, I don't know, I think it's five years or something. Neil Patel doesn't have this information. So even if he starts collecting it now, he will be way behind and it will take him, I don't know, another five years to make people love his graphs because they have enough information. And this is just one example of a ton of features that he will have to create in order to compete with us. Another example is Moz. These guys uh, have a lot of venture funding. They have a lot of smart people. They are based uh, in US while Hrefs is from Ukraine. So uh, in theory, they have access to like best minds in IT space, but still somehow they are way, way behind uh, our functionality, our features, our data and all that stuff. My short commentary is that I don't believe uh, Neil Patel will be able to create even remotely comparable tool to what Hrefs has, to what SMrush has. If I were to guess, I'd say that he will create kind of a very cheap alternative. So that's my guess. He will create a cheap alternative and he might uh, might put this cheap alternative for free for some time, but then he will probably like make something out of it for sure. I don't believe that he's going to create a tool that would be forever free. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I think you had a little bit of the emotional response that he expected when you said that. It's like people are like, oh my God, it's impossible. And I think it's it's very unlikely that what he says is what you're going to get. But I do think that he's a really smart guy and he has a plan behind it. Of course. And I think <laughs> and I think the real question is what's the plan, you know? I was reading a lot uh, like a lot of, you know, the Facebook groups of about SEO and so on like everyone's talking about this stuff right now. Like this thing is basically shut everywhere. So, first of all, really good effort on PR that Run Blog Post got a lot of coverage and it's probably like his most successful piece of content since he did his uh, blogging case study maybe like 2 years ago. I mean, I predict it's going to be. And I, I see really two sides. There's On one side, there's the newbies, or the people that for whom the fees that you get charged are Ahrefs or ICMRush or any of these other tools or mouse or whatever, it feels quite expensive and feels quite like a weight on their business, spending $100. And all these people, for all these people, like Neil Patel is like Robin Hood, right? He's like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's going to change everything. Like This is going to save us so much time, so much money, etc. And I couldn't afford the HRS before, blah, blah, blah. So I see a lot of these comments. And then on the other side, you have the advanced people or the people that make more money or who are more established, etc. On one hand, kind of like hating uh, and kind of like maybe feeling a little bit threatened about all that data being open to everyone, essentially removing a huge barrier to entry to starting websites. I mean, it's not like, I mean, now starting websites, it's, it's basically, it's very, very cheap with hosting, etc. and WordPress and now. Things like Elementor are free, so you can build pretty decent websites without paying anything. And now this piece comes to be added to the puzzle, etc. And I feel like it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's a great PR move. And I think I personally think he's, pl- he's playing poker and he's bluffing. And I think that his goal is to buy a B-grade tool and to destroy their valuations before he makes an offer. So my bets are going to be Keyword Finder and Substat. I believe he probably wants to acquire one of these tools and just like by making this announcement, by releasing a, a cheap version of what you guys do or not even that, probably a cheap version of what Keyword Finders does or Substat does. And they will damage them a lot more because these tools don't do nearly as much as what you guys do in Ahrefs, right? So like reproducing Keyword Finder is a lot easier than reproducing Ahrefs. And I think that, yeah, he'll be able to acquire the teams or he'll be able to acquire the business for not a lot, especially if he damages their revenue a lot. 
I personally don't see the money in him getting hundreds of thousands of freeloaders. And, you know, seeing the split there is on Facebook, it seems like the people that are behind him are the people that are the lowest spenders as well. So, and he says he plans on selling his ad agency services through this tool, which <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense because actually he costs a lot of money. He's a very expensive agency and, and I'm sure they do well, etc. I'm not questioning the value. I'm just saying that there seems to be a bit mismatch between the people that are excited about the tool and the people that would become his customers to his agency. So, but I also believe he's a smart guy. So yeah, another um, guess. When you first said that to me about this is some kind of like employ to you know intimidate keyword finder or one of the other tools i was like that sounds a bit far-fetched you've been watching too much suits gail but (laughs) actually maybe this is just some kind of confirmation and bias on my part but since i've been rereading his article today in preparation for this podcast and like i can't help shake the feeling that that's what he's doing now maybe he's been watching too much the reason is like he really singles keyword finder out as uh, a paid tool that's been growing in popularity he also kind of admits what his problem is in that like he's kind of reached the ceiling somewhat in where he can go with content marketing and the only way he can really grow is in kind of acquisitions which seems to work quite well with uber suggest so the next logical step would be something like Keyword Finder. It's a lower end tool, I guess, especially compared to to Ahrefs. I don't know how big they are, but I suspect it would be within his realm of acquisition yeah. possibility. Throwing together, still look pretty good, but throwing together a few mock-up screenshots of what it may look like, that takes a designer a couple of hours or something. That doesn't really mean they've been spending what is it, a hundred grand or something on uh, that he mentioned on uh, on developing and stuff. So it keeps sort of sticking out to me that that's that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's sitting in an office with them right now as we're recording, and he's saying, "Sell me your tool, or I'll destroy you." You know, <laughs> and, and that's what's happening, probably. But nobody knows. By the way, this is all speculation. We're not actually saying that, but I'm just trying to guess here. I don't know, Tim, if you remember when Buzzsumo launched as well, but when Buzzsumo launched, it was free for like a year, right? And they developed the tool for a year, adding features, and it was really, really popular because it was free. And then when they started adding things like linked data and more historical, having more history in their tools, they started essentially adding paid features. So like they, they started making paid plans, essentially, and that tool, I believe, got successful because honestly, like paying 99 bucks per month for just social data and subpar link data, it's probably not that great of a deal, but it's, they're doing quite okay. And I think that the one reason they did so well is because they actually were free for so long and they launched as a tool that would never be paid as well. And I'm also wondering if Neil's not trying to do something like that and eventually try to launch like a computer to you guys and just start charging for all this stuff. I don't know what you think about that. The first thing that I think about this is that releasing your tool for free is probably the best possible way to kind of launch that tool. If I mm-hmm. remember correctly, back in the in the early days of Hrefs, when Dmitry, our CEO and founder, just uh, like collected all this data and uh, created some basic functionality to work with it, what he was doing is he was giving out Hrefs for free to a lot of people. Basically, as far as I know, they were reaching out to most of the prominent SEO people that could be found online 
and they were just giving out like yearly subscription two yearly i think they they have even given out uh, a few like lifetime subscriptions so mm. in the world there are a few people who are enjoying like lifetime hf subscription for nothing i know at least two people who recently reached out to us to like update the subscription so yeah releasing a tool for free is definitely a good move that's for sure and uh, it doesn't kind of restrict you from later adding like more features more functionality and charging for it so uh, it, it is possible that he will create something very basic some basic features they will be available for free add more features and start charging for this i don't see this as something like super unique a lot of people do this and like you said basuma launched the same way yeah, I think that's that. But like, I think the real trick here is to tell people that they're going to get a full tool for free because one of the hardest things to do is to change people's habits. And I know you've been struggling with that. I believe Ahrefs is probably the best SEO tool out there, but main people still like stick to the old tools they were using because that's the tool they know. And it's very hard to convince people, especially when the tools cost the same price, to swap over even for a an obviously superior tool. And I think that he might have identified that friction as well. And so making it free is an easy way to convince people to change their habits and then to make to charge them. You know? So I'm actually wondering if that is not another motivation for that as well. Well, what I think um, about this is that uh, if you want to change people's habits, this is something I wrote about in one of my Medium articles. We call it uh, at HREFs a comparison test. So if you want people to switch from the tool they're using to your tool, your tool should pass the comparison test. Yeah. And in terms of HREFs, it's really hard to pass the comparison test, especially if you're a long-term HREFs user and you got used to many of our unique features that other tools don't have. For example, I recently discovered that SMrush cannot show you the traffic for like subfolder. So you cannot put hrefs.com slash blog and see yeah. traffic for just subfolder. SMrush cannot do this. So it turns out uh, today hrefs is the only tool that can do this. And there are many more of such uh, features that are like uh, hugely uh, convenient. And for Neil Patel to be able to create a free tool that would pass the comparison test, well, like you said, uh, it will mostly work for people who cannot afford paying. They, they are not paying right now, too. They would like hop in and out. They will pay for one month, do some research, dig some backlinks, do some exports, and then cancel their account until they need it again. So I think the same thing might happen with HREFs. So some people, we have a lot of free users, a lot of people who are using our free functionality. And I, I actually discovered that for free, you can do a lot of stuff in HREFs with the filters and such. So basically, these people might start using Neil Patel if he will offer more than the free version of Ahrefs mm. offers. But then, if they will need kind of upgraded access, the one that they pay for right now with Ahrefs, because like, in, like I said, even with the free version of Ahrefs, you can do a lot. So if they will need more than that, they will still have to buy Ahrefs because I don't believe that his tool will be able to go as deep as we go so would that be would that potentially be a good thing for you guys then if neil patel basically starts taking all the people that have never have an intention of paying for your tool and you know fronting the server costs and all that kind of stuff for it i don't have right now any kind of data or any specific cases to support this but at this moment it feels to me that right now hrefs is drifting behind smrush 
So as you know, SMRush, they're doing tons of marketing. They're connecting mm-hmm. with tons of people. They're participa- participating in all those conferences. But I often see that people find out about SMRush. They find out how to use this tool, uh, how to use this tool, how to extract value from it. And then sooner or later, they will discover HREFs. Uh, because it's just impossible with today's world where everyone is connected to each other and uh, sooner or later you will hear about it anyway. And then they go uh, for a trial and they do a comparison test if they want to to make sure they, they're using the best tool. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people, based on conversations on Facebook, on Reddit, on like closed Slack channels, I see that a lot of people are switching from SMRush to HRS because they find it better, like more feature-rich, more convenient, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I think that what might happen is that uh, Neil Patel, with his huge reach, with his huge audience, with the huge traffic that he's talking about, he can create this free tool. He can attract a lot of people to this free tool. And then when these people will talk to their kind of more advanced, more knowledgeable peers, these people will tell them, okay, this Neil Patel tool is, is kind of a toy. Did you ever try HREFs? And the people will go and try HREFs. And uh, those people, those of, those of them who have the budget, who work in-house or who work in an agency, will tell their boss, okay, I was using this free tool by, by Neil Patel, but this HREFs paid thing is seriously kicking ass. They're so much better. They give so much data. They give so much more functionality. I want to use that. Please give me the budget for that. So I predict that this could actually happen in Neil Patel's case if he will create a free tool and this free tool will give less data which which i don't see like going otherwise than hrefs and the SEMrush, he will be basically bringing us some new leads yeah do you think that he's going to be able to afford to do this given that he's he's said that he's not gonna you're not gonna even have to sign up by email you can just go on his site and use the tool so like a lot of people are going to be using it it'll be open to people kind of like hammering it and building scripts and like seos do to really churn through server costs like knowing what you know about how much it kind of costs to store all this data, process all this data. Do you think that's a concern that he should be having? Well, like I said from the start, I don't see him creating the same data as uh, HREFs and SMRush has. What he could potentially do, for example, let's talk about uh, search traffic estimations. So when Mm -hmm. you have a database of keywords, for HREFs, I believe we have over 5 million keywords for US only. And I believe that we update positions for all five-something million keywords within, I think, a month or two. I don't remember exactly. So within a month, we have to update positions for five million keywords to make sure that because a lot of people get upset when we when we don't update position for a certain keyword, like for a week. They say, hey, why is the data so outdated, blah, 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 blah. In Neil Patel's case, what he can do, he can update he can first, he can create a much, much smaller database. So if we have like 5 million keywords in our database, I think right now it's the largest. Even SMRush has a smaller one. I think he can go like 5 million or maybe 50 million of the ones with the most search volume. And if we update our database like in a month or two, he can update his like once in four or five months. So he will cut the costs a lot. He will display less data, but it will be something. So he, he will be able to build some graphs, he will be able to show like which pages get uh, traffic from popular search queries. 
he will be able to do some estimations. But the data won't be so fresh, it won't be so recent, it won't be so frequently updated and so deep. So uh, I have a question. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not going to get the answer, but I'm still going to ask. How much does it cost to run Ahrefs in the server cost, more or less? Like, oh, like, give us a really vague idea. Yeah, so this is the question I was asking to Dmitry. Uh, we actually want to calculate our actual uh, server costs and put them somewhere on our pricing page to give people mm, an idea yeah. of what it costs because I saw someone uh, on Slack say that uh, Hrefs uh, pays for, for, for servers alone like $100,000. And don't like, I won't say that it's precise number, but if I'm correct, it should be like 10x that. But wow. uh, yeah, so it's per, per month, per year, per... per month, per month, of course. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's a lot of money. I will not give you the exact numbers because I'm waiting for Dmitry to actually calculate the real number and show it. So let's not call it kind of official. Please don't quote me anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's something along these lines. And as soon as I will push Dmitry to finally calculate this number, we'll share it publicly on our homepage, on our pricing page, because the number is big. And that's the point. People say that HFs is expensive, but they don't even realize how much it costs us in servers alone. Not I mean, I remember back in the day, Moz said what their server cost was, like when they had difficulties with OpenSide Explorer, and it was already half a million per month or something. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, so. it's way, way above $100,000 per month that people are thinking that we spent on it. I think even Neil Patel in his article, he said that he's right now at... I, I 20,000, he said. I think he said 80. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so it's way, way above that. Okay, interesting. How did the team at Ahrefs react when you we read that? Like, were you guys laughing? Were you guys a little bit like laughing, but a bit worried? Or whatever, nobody cared. Well, when we shared this article on Slack, there were some smileys below it. So yeah, I, like no one is is threatened in any way at all. Especially the backend team, the people who who have built our infrastructure, who know like mm-hmm. what it takes not only to like crawl the entire web, but to actually store it and to make sure that when people do calls to our database, yeah. especially as we get more users and more calls to our database, nothing will go down. So yeah, <laughs> I don't think. If Neil Patel would say that he would create a premium tool like this, or like you said, if he would buy Serpstat and he will like invest a lot of money to make it cool, probably we would be kind of worried that we'll have a decent competitor. But uh, he says he wants to do it for free, and we don't see a threat in that. If you were okay. the marketing director of Keyword Finder, would you be worried? This is a good question. I won't give you any answer because... I don't know Keyword Finder that well, what they're doing, like what they're marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> How about Serpstat? Serpstat, these are guys from, from Ukraine as well, from yeah. the city of Odessa. And right now I'm in Ukraine too, and uh, I've been to Odessa just like a few days ago. And what I know about the Serpstat is that they are looking right now for new CEO. So mm-hmm. the guy who was CEO at Serpstat, he seems to be not interested in, in running this business. So actually, your guess that he might acquire yeah. this tool actually makes some sense if uh, the company that, that founded Serpstat, and Serpstat is actually a birth child of uh, Ukrainian SEO agency. It is a pretty, pretty decent agency, so they have some good marketers, some good technicians, but somehow, uh, I don't know why they stopped 
devoting so much attention to this tool. So they might sell it or might not. I don't know what are their goals there. But yeah, I don't know like what to answer here as well. Okay, it's going to be funny if Neil Patel didn't plan that and then listens to his podcast and goes to Ukraine and buys Substat, actually. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk a, a little bit more. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I'm not even worried that he will buy Serbstat because I don't see Serbstat having a lot of unique technology. For example, in terms of backlinks, they are using Majestic API. Majestic, yeah. So, like, he won't be buying a lot of, like, unique stuff which he cannot build himself. So, yeah. And again, the, I, I don't see Serbstat as a huge brand. So, if he were just buying it for a brand, they have sold a lot of free accounts on AppSumo. So, yeah. he will be buying uh, Serbstat with a lot of lifetime customers from AppSumo. Yeah. Which is uh, a pain, if you ask me. Let's assume that Neil Patel manages to put together a tool that does 50% of what Ahrefs slash SEMR does and pretty much 100% of what Substat slash Keyword Finder does. How do you see the SEO tool industry changing? What do you think would change there? First of all, I already kind of answered this question by saying that I feel that we are drifting behind SEMrush where mm-hmm. they do a lot of education, where they bring a lot of people to this market of like SEO tools, link tools, competitive intelligence tools, and we are just winning the comparison test. So the, the key point is that Neil Patel will offer 50% of what HRFs do. So yeah. once people crave for another 50%, he may just create a big audience that will then go to HRFs, try us out, and enjoy the tools. But in terms of how that will change the industry of SEO tools, uh, to be honest, here at HREFs, we were discussing for a very long time, I think for two years now, to release some of our own functionality for free. Because we see people uh, like launching free backlink checkers. They launch free like keyword tools like Uber suggests. And I was telling Dmitry that why do these people have free tools? They get all this free traffic that exists. And we get nothing out of it because we're worried that like people will stop yeah. paying us. But people won't stop paying us because they will still go and use those free tools. So if we won't create these free tools, someone else will do this for us, which is right now kind of happening with, with Neil Patel. So while we are not releasing some of our functionality for free, Neil Patel sin- seems to be doing this for us. So again, the what can happen if Neil Patel will release a decent free tool we might just go back to our notes. We have a lot of notes about the functionality that we could potentially release for free, how to limit it so that it would give people value while not uh, like discouraging them from uh, subscribing for premium accounts. So we can just answer with some of our, uh, with opening some of our own functionality and competing like for attention with those free tools that exist today. I think HREFs, is capable of releasing some badass free tools if we decide that we want to pursue the strategy. But uh, okay. but yeah, I was going to ask the next question is, are you going to do it if he doesn't make it? <laughs> uh, this is a great question. Like I said, for two years, we are still deciding if you want to do this or not. And we do plan to release at least a free backlink checker for a long time. We just cannot get to it because, as you know, we have a very small team. It's like, I think, 35 people right now or something along those lines. And when we are creating free tools, which is basically a marketing stunt, we are not working on our premium tools, which actually help people who are paying money to us. 
I think you mentioned a nice thought that if Neil Patel will make some functionality free, uh, the functionality that is not free, like people will abuse the free functionality. It will become kind of a commodity. Everyone will start using it and it will become less effective. So the paid functionality that is closed will become like more effective. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's the next topic. How is, like, I basically see what's happening, like what happened in the airline industry in Europe. You know, we had these low-cost airlines come in, especially Ryanair, came in and offered essentially flights for a quarter of the price Mm -hmm. to anywhere in Europe. And then what happened is all the big airlines started their own low-cost company competing. And now, basically, you have dozens of low-cost airline companies and the price of tickets just dropped a lot overall for a more limited service. Like You don't get the full flight service the same way you wouldn't get the full service like you get with the premium tools right now. But maybe it's going to be pushing more for cheaper alternatives and more free options for consumers. So for you guys, it might be a little bit annoying, but for the people who listen to the podcast, they might actually gain out of Neil's marketing stunt, actually. I'll Um, tell you my personal take on this. I'm not, uh, right now, I'm not speaking on behalf of the company because the last word is always on our CEO and Dmitry. Nobody's listening anyway, you can talk. (laughs) But my position is that I don't think that we're going to change any of our current plans based on what Neil Patel will release. So if Mm -hmm. he releases even a decent tool for free, I'm pretty sure that we'll wait for quite a long time, maybe for a year, uh, and just follow our like strategies of what we wanted to release for free, what we didn't want to release for free, which features or tools we wanted to add for premium. So nothing will change. But then if after a, a year we will see that his tools are somehow... I don't know, damaging the industry, not us specifically, but kind of the industry, the people's perception of like paying for these tools and and blah, blah, blah. We might react somehow, Mm -hmm. but I don't see us reacting like immediately, oh, Neil Patel created a free tool, then we should like open up our functionality and start competing with them. Like the situation you just explained with airlines. I don't see this happening because we we have our own strategy and uh, like I don't see this changing. Okay. I mean, I think it makes sense. You should wait it out and see what happens. Anyway, you guys are a pretty stable company already. It's not like it's going to shake it up completely. Yeah, like Uh, I said, we do understand the value of free tools. We do understand that this is a great link magnet, that this is a great exposure, that this is a great way to get leads, to familiarize people with your tools when people don't really want to kind of enter their credit card information and blah, blah, blah. And uh, like I said, we do have plans to create some free tools, but... They're competing for our attention, for our resources, with a lot of other stuff that we are releasing for people who pay us money. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that makes sense. I think now we should talk about what that means for everyone running websites right now. Both people are running their own sites, authority sites like we do, or other kinds of sites, and people who do client work. Because I think... Just having a lot more free information out there. And, and once again, it's hard to tell what's going to be available. And maybe maybe we'll cover it on the blog when it comes out just to see. And maybe do a comparison test. So you guys will have your comparison test with Ahrefs. <laughs> but I personally believe that it will lower the barrier to entry a lot. And I mentioned it earlier. And I think that's going to... I mean, we see it a lot. When things get easier in SEO, it tends to go to shit. I mean, our PG-13 rating is gone now, but whatever. It's just like... Especially if this tool requires no login, as Mark mentioned, 
I mean, how long is it going to take for someone to build a scraper that scrapes the hell out of it and, like, for example, spams outreach people that, like, if there's some kind of a decent amount of big data for free, for example, and then does that mean that outreach becomes completely useless or, like, you know, 20 times less effective or something like this? So it really feels like it's 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 one of these things where because of the paid gate essentially some stuff works and when you remove that paid gate it's flooded with people and it's going to be more difficult or as you said the tactics that you can run only with paid tools will become more effective versus the ones you can run with free tools at the same time though i'm kind of a i'm I'm usually a fan of healthy competition and having a sort of paid tool act as a barrier to entry into the market will definitely and currently no doubt does like prevent some people who could potentially make good sites from 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 starting in in our course the authority site system like it's a common concern that people have in the pre-sales like how much money do i need to spend on tools because when you start your first site you're not making money at the time so it's it's an issue that that you, you sort of have have to contend with also, speaking from personal experience, back when Gail, you and I used to run our agency, whenever we had a client who had who kind of knew what they were doing and had their own tools, like their own access to certain tools, and like could really dig into everything, it made it a lot more difficult. Just because they they tended to have a lot more questions, and they used to sort of as soon as something would would come up, they'd dig into it and say, "Hey, what about this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Explain this." and I remember spending half my day sort of explaining someone how to use, you know, Ahrefs or Google Analytics or whatever it was back <laughs> then that they were complaining about. So I do think that's that, that's an issue if you if you have clients like. But that being said, you know, maybe we just weren't running our campaigns properly back then, so I don't know. I, I was laughing because you're actually doing that with freelancers we work with right now. Actually, so you became that guy. What well. you mean? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about some uh, CRO stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any final words about topic in general? Is there anything we didn't cover yet? Otherwise, we're yeah. going to... I, I just want to know if Ahrefs are, are actually planning to start an ad agency now in response. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to copy Neil Patel's ad agency? No, no, of course not. <laughs> like, like I already said, uh, we're not going to change any of our strategies until we actually feel that that something is happening and we need to react. Okay. We're, well, we're I quite think, confident uh, in our standing. We're quite, quite confident in our tools. And as far as I know, Dmitry, who is basically managing while being CEO, he's basically managing the development team. And they're preparing some uh, awesome updates to our data, to our crawler and to our tools. So I think we feel pretty confident in the quality of our tool set of our data and uh, yeah there, i don't see anything changing is there anything coming up on the horizon that you can share with us no not because like there's any secret but because i don't want to give any like estimations or something because there are quite a few things that we are trying to get right and it's not really working out and we are not even sure when we'll get it right so yeah don't want to promise something that isn't like 100% doable. Sounds like LCRO. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining, Tim. It was really cool to have you and to be able to talk about this. And I'm sure we'll do more podcasts with you and with other people. As I said, we're talking about some kind of like 
permanent guest type, rolling guest type podcast style right now. So that's probably going to happen a lot. So thanks for joining. I hope you guys were interested in that topic. I think it is Neil Patel being as big as he is. It is actually something that's going to maybe not Ahrefs or make, make some companies rethink their strategy or it's going to give some ideas to some people or something like that. And I'm, I'm very curious to see what comes out. It might be good for the industry. It might be bad. I'm a little skeptical given the costs that it takes to run such a venture. But Neil Patel has done software as a service before. So, uh, you know, maybe he has some kind of trick up his pocket or whatever. Anyway, if you want to find all the notes for this episode, you can go on atarihacker.com slash ubersuggest dash upgrade and you'll find everything, the links we mentioned, etc. And I think I'll link to uh, the page on Ahrefs where there is all the number of servers you guys use, etc. I think you use like 2,500 servers or like a, a lot of servers or whatever. Yeah. And uh, crazy numbers. So thank you for joining and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.